Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, all new pre owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Another loaded show today. Kate Scott, the new TV voice for the Philadelphia 76ers on NBC Sports Philly. Kate Scott is going to join us at 3.35 today as the Sixers get ready for the season tip-off tonight in New Orleans against the Pelicans without Ben Simmons. So we look forward to having Kate join us as she replaces the great Mark Zumoff. We're really excited to have her join us today at uh, 335 so looking forward to that and we got Frank Bodani York Daily Record at 406 joining us too as we continue to count down to Penn State and Illinois for homecoming at Beaver Stadium this weekend lots to get into of course with him but then just back on the Sixers for a moment we'll get into this more with Kate I'm sure as far as the Ben Simmons stuff goes once again this is just a, a the new low for Ben Simmons and this whole saga with the Sixers and like I said yesterday at this point it should be suspend him indefinitely for conduct detrimental to the team without pay until you trade him that's just how I see fit I don't see how he can fit in after what happened yesterday back into practice I mean especially if the Sixers were to win tonight you finally get some good vibes going because you finally get the season to start playing games you win a game, and then you got to come back to this mess. And it's, and of course, if you lose tonight, well, then it's a little bit more salt in the wound. So it's in the Sixers' best interest just to keep Simmons away. I mean, really, enough's enough. And you can tell everybody's had enough. Now, as far as Penn State goes, James Franklin, of course, had his presser yesterday. We heard a little bit from him now in the update and a little bit yesterday. Obviously, no surprise that we don't have an update yet on the quarterback situation. We won't until end of the week. May even be game day. We'll find out if Sean Clifford plays or not. But I thought he had... Maybe this is just me putting this out there. Steve, I'm sure, can and probably will refute this. But I thought James Franklin had... A little bit of an odd answer when asked about Taquan Roberson and his 
handling of, of the snaps and handling of the cadence and, and things like that. I forgot exactly who, who, answer, who asked that question yesterday. But I just thought the way he answered it, he kind of had a pause and then was like, well, we're working on it. It was like that kind of thing. And that doesn't give me, at least the way I read it, a whole lot of confidence if Roberson starts. And the fact, of course, this is still an open competition of, as to who plays for Clifford if Clifford can't go on Saturday. So uh, the concern is still there. After the injury happened, and, of course, all the debacle with Roberson in the second half with the way things handled with the eight false starts and stuff like that, I, I was thinking to myself, you know what? If you keep it at Roberson, you have two weeks to get it right, to work with the ones. And James Franklin did mention that a little bit, too, in his answer yesterday. That would maybe give me a little more confidence. Because this kid's a sophomore. Sure, it's his first start, but at least he's been in the program a little bit for one year, despite it being a new offensive coordinator this year again. But after hearing that answer yesterday from James Franklin, I don't know. And if Penn State can't get the run game going, I don't know if it'll necessarily be a problem Saturday against the terrible Illinois team that, of course, will still come in here motivated. We talked about Brett Bilema yesterday. But down the road... Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, of course, next next week. What you That's going to be a problem. Oh God! Every time I hear the, every time I open up the mic, I hear you use the word problem. <laughs> What's the problem now? Oh, not necessarily a, a problem now per se. I, we didn't get we didn't get into a whole lot of James Franklin's presser yesterday, so I was going through some of my comments from that, and. Maybe you can refute this, but I didn't take away a whole lot of confidence in Taquan Roberson or any of the backups, really, for Clifford when talking about handling the cadence and things like that when he was asked that question yesterday. I don't know. I I didn't gain a whole lot of confidence from him, but maybe that's just me. If Clifford gained confidence go. from anything. <laughs> he gained confidence from nothing. <laughs> Uh, you you take the attitude of middle management. All right, so. (laughs) Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Let it play out. It'll be fine. Okay? (laughs) Just, all right. Let it play out. (laughs) You worry too much. Yes, I'm aware. I don't worry. I guess I probably don't worry enough. Evidently not. I don't know. <laughs> drives you crazy. I know it does. It drives you nuts. <laughs> Doesn't it? Well, sometimes. Hey, you want me to be a talk show host. I'm like, going, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's see here. I am contacting you because I have an enterprise story for my Com 260W class. I must write a story on a newsworthy individual or a newsworthy company. <laughs> am I newsworthy? <laughs> really? Evidently you are. 
Evidently, this kid's desperate. <laughs> I'll say yes, but <laughs> you got, you're desperate. <laughs> Newsworthy. Yeah, I ought to have him interview you. That'd be great. And then you can then sit there and you can tell them how much I how I don't do things like, like a talk show should be done and how it drives you nuts. <laughs> that would be pretty entertaining. We give them a lot of material. And there's this one. Hope you're doing well. I'm working with men's basketball. I have a question. We're creating a traditions type of video for marketing for in-game use. The video is going to have voiceovers from you in specific games. <laughs> and he looked back to notable games in the program's history. <laughs> I think they want me to name notable games here for them. <laughs> See, I get all sorts of stuff. <laughs> like, okay. It really does vary. Uh Okay. These are the three. This is the last three I got. You've been selected to serve as a voter for the Big Ten Conference for men's basketball. We need your preseason ballot by Monday. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see. What else we got here? Uh, let's see. We need pictures for a story that we did on you. As I said, send us pictures. Okay. All right. Can you come to my school? And share a presentation on Friday about your career. <laughs> These are the last five emails I got. <laughs> it's creative. It's a wide range. Oh, it is a wide range. It's like and I told him I I I just texted him back and said, "Yeah, I'll be there at nine fifteen. That's fine. I'll do that." Right. I sent her the pictures. Um, I haven't told him yes yet. I haven't sent my ballot in yet, and I haven't said anything about that one yet. Other than that, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And and then there's the one from you, why can't you act like a talk show host and hate everything? <laughs> I felt badly about that one. <laughs> that, that one hurt my feelings. <laughs> you think too much. I told the suit that. I told the suit that when he was on the show. I said, you think too much. I heard that, and I also have been told that many times. Okay. That's why I always hated, so, like, when you take a test, I always hated yeah. the, the objective. Like, the either the true and false, that especially, or the multiple choice. I, I hated it. I'd just rather write an essay. I was an atypical student. And I just sat there and went, yeah, okay, B, 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 A, true, false, true, false. Okay, okay we're done. <laughs> Here you go. Here's the paper. Got my 90-something and moved on. <laughs> it's like we're done. Um, but, yeah. You worry too much, you think too much. The Eagles, you think way too much. They're not good. Stop <laughs> thinking. Well, I'm starting to get there now. Yeah. Okay. Yankees, not good enough. Stop thinking. Luckily, they're over now. Sixers, not you know, actually good, but who knows? Good with baggage for now. Flyers, good enough to be an expansion team. All right, good. There you go. That about sums it up. 
Let's see. Packers win battle to sign former Texans defensive at Whitney Merciless. Merciless is a good player when he was at Illinois. He's actually been a good player in the NFL. He's a good player. Yeah. And let's get baseball. Baseball, the games are A, too long. I think you'd agree with that, right? Just that even when the game is like a low-scoring game, the game's too long. Yes. Um, but it has drama right now. The Bellinger three-run homer injected life and drama into the Braves-Dodgers series. And the Altuve home run injected life into the Astros in that series. So they've got drama. There's more drama there than the Broncos-Browns game on Thursday Night Football. Mm, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially now that Baker's not playing. They, even then, what's the drama there? It's the Bron- I mean, the Broncos are, are not a fun team to watch. No. All right, so the Red Sox-Astros Game 5 is at 5 today. And the Dodgers and Braves, that'll be the 8 o'clock game today. So you're like, oh, you must be all hyped up for it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to be done here. I'm going to practice. I got stuff I got to do. I got my own game to do. <laughs> if I get back in time, I'll watch the last couple innings. Yeah, you just Again, keep, you keep you, the game on the radio on the way there, on the way back, and yeah, you go from there. I got I got work to do. Um, so you know, I've, I've got I have my priorities. They're, they're, you know, the Red Sox are recreational. Okay. Uh, Kate Scott today, Frank Bodani today, and uh, tomorrow is our roundtable. So we got that tomorrow. Jim Jackson tomorrow. Bob was shoesing on Friday. So we've got a nice lineup coming up the next few days. Looking forward to it very much. And the American Athletic Conference is reviewing the applications of six Conference USA schools. Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, Texas San Antonio, Rice, and UAB. Oh, my almighty! When it comes to the ability to move the needle, 0 for 6. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by some... Yeah, um... We've been working on it. Um, I've, I've been informed that's been a uh, that's been a conversation um, in in town. Um, it's really no different than what we've been doing that we've been doing uh, for my eight years since we've been here. But yeah, yeah, I think obviously Taekwon has been able to get more reps with the ones and more reps with Mike Miranda, and you know it's been good. But again, like, you know, like I said before. Our operation has been pretty consistent for my eight years and had not had an issue back to my time as an offensive coordinator at West Virginia. Um, but but either way, it, it showed up and it was a problem. Um, but we're working on it every single day and, and Taekwon's reps with the ones in practice with uh, Mike Miranda, I think, has also been helpful. And then I think a thing I've said to you guys before is, you know, we have a decibel uh, counter on the sideline, uh, a mic to monitor all of these in each stadium of what they are and then make sure that our practice decibels are louder than what they get in the stadium. Well, I think I just said that. 
denied. Yeah, we even covered that beforehand. Yeah. About decibel levels, about backup quarterbacks working with the ones occasionally, and same thing with the wideouts. Because there are a lot of things, you know, again, there are items that come up and people make statements, and I understand it completely, but they don't know how it works. Okay. And that's why on the show I'll take the time to at least give you a. a thumbnail about how it actually does work. You know, I mean, I heard doesn't take any. You know, they don't take any reps with the first unit offensive line. Not true. Um, the next one is doesn't. Um, let's see, doesn't work with the first team wide receivers. Again, not true. Uh, all that does happen. That all happens um, during the course of the week. Now, does it happen? A hundred times? No, it didn't happen a hundred times. Of course not. But it does happen, and it's been a pattern during the course of the week that James makes sure that whomever is the two gets work with the first-team offensive line at some point, and whomever's the one gets work with the second-team offensive line at some point and with the second-team wideouts, and the first and the second-team quarterback gets, and the third gets work with the ones. That does happen. Um, but, well, and that's one of the reasons, you know, Matt thinks the reason to listen to the show is the hate. I, I always feel like it's always been, I always have felt that the reason to listen to the show is the information you're not going to get. How about that? I mean, did you know that? I did. I, until I said it last week? That they get they, they got work with the ones? Um, not until as I ex- said it last week? I, no, I thought didn't. I thought they would, but not as extensively as you as you said. Yeah. So, Kate Scott next, then more Matt Hate. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Mothers Cure, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best in new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Fabulous sales group. Super service, service department. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Cure, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf and online. At sunburymotors.com. Well, when I sit down and talk to my sports broadcasting class, that once a week thing I do, there'll be certain individuals I hold up as examples for. The most recently, I held up the example to them of Kate Scott, which meant a lot to several students in my class. She is the new television play-by-play voice of the Philadelphia 76ers that I had the privilege of talking with and meeting a couple of weeks ago in Kinnick Stadium. Kate, welcome. Great to have you with us. Steve, it is great to chat. And thanks again for, for saying hi a couple of weeks ago. I feel like we're old friends now at this point. <laughs> exactly right. It was, great to, <laughs> it was great to talk with you as well. Uh, I want to start with this, and I talked about this. It was actually with my class. The preparation that you do 
How much time are you spending to make sure, especially when it will be new teams that you are seeing, in that case in football's two teams you hadn't seen, the time that you put in to make sure that it seems seamless when sometimes it isn't? Uh, too much time. Can that be the Can that be the answer, Steve? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I agree. I'm, I'm still working on figuring out a way that I can actually prep less. So what I'm doing right now, starting tonight, obviously, having to start juggling um, the college football package that I'm doing with Mike Golick on Saturdays, in addition to the Sixers games that I'm going to be calling, it's good because it's forcing me to really streamline the prep that I need. Um, but, but really, up to this point, it has been too much. Um, and I think that's for a number of reasons. The first is that the more prep I do, uh, the less I have to obviously look down at my boards, the more comfortable I feel just watching the game and calling the game, which is the number one priority of us as play-by-play announcers. Um, and then there's also the gender thing that comes into it for me. And a lot of that is self-inflicted. I've just always tried to prep harder and smarter than the guys who were doing this because for the most part they got hundreds more reps than I did because they knew they could do this in college and I had not a clue that this might be a possibility for a career for me back then. Um, so I just take a lot of a lot of um, pride in the prep I do, um, but, but trying to do a little bit less uh, over these last few weeks to see you know just, just how much I need to be able to be great. Well, it's interesting about that is that I've told I've told them, and I want to see how you feel about this. You probably end up using one to three percent of it, but the one to three percent changes every game. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's really fair. But the, but the great part about, um, especially now starting this journey with the Sixers is, and you know this, doing Penn State. It's okay if you only use 1% to 3% because you're going to get to see them again the next week. So that was one of the hardest things for me to learn right when I was starting out because you do all this prep, hours and hours, and you want to get it in because there's so many great stories. But then you listen back to the broadcast and you just think, man, I was forcing so much that didn't fit whatsoever. Um, So that's one of the multitude of reasons I'm so excited about this new gig in Philly is that I I don't have to force anything because hopefully uh, as long as I don't suck, I'll be here for a long time. <laughs> You'll be there for a long time. Take, take that's, my word. That's always the goal, right, Steve? Try <laughs> that's not to always. Suck. Well, that's why I kid everybody. They'll say, "How long you've been doing this?" Well, this will be my 40th season for basketball. They say, "Really?" I said, yeah, they just couldn't find anybody else. All right, so <laughs> uh, so far met, from the truth, but I love so, I love that mentality, and that's what I'm going to stick with too. Right, we'll stick with that. But I want to. It's interesting. You did bring up the gender part of it. Yeah. And, and and that it's been a motivator for you. Yeah. Have you have you had to, and I I can't speak only you can speak to this. Have you had to overcome the ignorance of those who aren't in our business? Because I'm you know, as someone in the business, I know how good you are. But Thank someone you. who's not that doesn't get it. Have you had to overcome that? And only you can answer that. Yeah. Um from time to time. Um you know, especially early in my career, when all of a sudden I was this female voice on the Giants and 40, 49ers and Warriors flagship radio station out in San Francisco uh, in 2011. And even in a, you know, progressive spot like that, I was the first full-time woman ever on sports radio. And it was, it was an interesting first six months, um, just because I think as a society we have that stereotype 
well, he's a dude, so he must know sports, and she's a chick, so she's got to prove it to me, right? We all, we all know this, and I have no idea why that exists. It's getting better and better each year that passes, but yeah. that's, that's just the stereotype. So for the first six months there, it was really tough um, because I hadn't experienced that before. I just you know, kind of expected to be accepted because I wanted to be a part of the group, but that was so far from the case. So that was pretty difficult, and then there have been moments throughout my play-by-play career, in fact, <laughs> and, and they never stop uh, at the start of this football season with Golick. Uh, I'm in a booth in Houston, uh, and that was our, our first game, Texas Tech at Houston at NRG where the Texans play. And, and a young kid walks in and says, hey, I'm, I'm here to talk to the play-by-play announcer about pronunciations. You know this, Steve. And I said, yeah, great. Uh, I'm Kate Scott. And he goes, okay, great. Well, uh, you're obviously not the play-by-play announcer. And, <laughs> and I, oh, I, I he, he used the word obviously, and I started laughing because I knew I was just going to just ruin his day. And I, I laughed, and I said, unfortunately and actually I am. And this, this young kid, probably 18 or 19, just like white as a ghost. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm so oh my gosh! I'm so sorry! I'm so sorry! I'm so, like he said sorry maybe fifty times in the span of twenty seconds, and I said it's okay. I understand you're not used to seeing a woman call football, probably on the first one you've ever met, and that's okay. Um, so things like that, um, but but nothing you know really vile or, or intense. And that's why I said what I did when I just you know retweeted the announcement all those weeks ago because the women who maybe are only ten or fifteen years younger than me, and you know this, Steve, had to put up with some really awful stuff just to, like, get access to locker rooms and try to do their job. So the fact that I've had a few doubters along the way, you know, I've just taken it all in stride because how lucky am I that I'm I'm getting to call sports for a living? Yeah, exactly. And, and by the way, Mark Zumoff has been great with you. I mean, you know, and, of course, I've known Mark for a while. You know, and, look, you replace. you know, it's the – question of replacing a legend but no you'll pressure. establish it. Yeah, other, other than that it's all cool <laughs> no big he's only deal. been here for 27 years also he was born and raised in philly he went to temple but no pressure come on in california girl let's see how that, you can do <laughs> on that kate you got it <laughs> uh, here you go take the baton hope it doesn't burn your hand off as you take it but he's been great with you hasn't he I mean, because yeah, I know you've had a chance to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, you know, Steve, we've. I'm I'm so glad we actually got started to get to know each other over the phone a couple years ago. Because, like you, he he wants to pass on the knowledge that he's gained in this industry, and I hope to do the same one day. So he was updating his book, and he wanted to get some, you know, information from women who were getting into play by play. So he reached out. <laughs> I still remember I got the LinkedIn message from him, and I'm thinking, why the hell is Mark Zumoff reaching out to me? What? <laughs> I say or do something that I didn't realize. Like, why is why is the voice of the Seventy Sixers want anything to do with this chick out in California? Yeah. Of course, like like all of you know, he's the best human in the world. So we had a great yes. conversation. Yes, and then we stayed in touch. And so the fact that I am here now, uh, I know it is a huge task that I'm taking on. But I don't think I could be taking the baton from a, a, a more wonderful broadcaster and human who really it's mm-hmm. never been about him. And I think that's why he was so good and so respected and loved for what he did. And and I hope to follow in those footsteps because I'm not doing this because I want it to be about me. I'm here because I love sports, and I think Philly is one of the greatest sports towns in the world, not just the nation. So why the heck wouldn't I want to jump at this opportunity and come here and, and see how things will go? And I know you're a great team player, and I think to do play-by-play, you do have to be a great team player. You know? And yeah. what, is, what does Ala Abdel-Nabi mean to you? 
Oh, gosh. Again, I don't think... I, I've literally been pinching myself just to make sure I'm awake and this is real every day, Steve, because, again, couldn't have landed in a better spot with a better partner because yep. getting back to what I was saying earlier about being a woman, you know, I could have come in and had a guy who maybe had preconceived notions about a woman, maybe loved Mark so much, didn't want to even give the next person, regardless of who or what they look like, a chance. Allah has been so welcoming from the moment the plane touched down on the Sunday night before media day, because as, as it started to come out in some of the interviews I've done, um, he wasn't even the guy I auditioned with, because he was under the weather, so I auditioned with Mark Jackson. Oh. Um, so Allah and I had never even met, and now here we go. I'm landing, and I'm your new partner, buddy. <laughs> Let's hope this works out. But he's been—we hit it off instantly, and like I tweeted out last week, before we called the the game up in Toronto, the preseason opener. Even though it wasn't on TV, we just wanted to do a run through. So we're just in the studio. Called the first three quarters until I think the Sixers were down by like 35 points, and they said, "Okay, that's a wrap. We know Kate can do this. We'll see y'all on Thursday night." <laughs> Um, but before that game, calls me, hey, I'm headed into the city. What, what kind of hoagie do you want me to pick up? Brought me a pint of pasta salad for after the game because he knows I'm living out of a hotel right now. And then before the game uh, against Brooklyn last week, shows up with his beautiful girlfriend, Nicole, and they have this big bag. And they said, hey, we brought you a present. And I'm like, what? We called one game together. Why are you bringing me gifts? Um, and, and it was this beautiful framed photo collage of some pictures from our first night. Um, and he said, I'm sure your debut at the center was a blur and we just wanted you to have something to remember the night by and I think that friendship and kindness that we're just starting to build off the air at least it felt like to me has already been evident on the air and I'm hoping to just continue that tonight and in the weeks and months and hopefully seasons and years to come because I'm having a blast getting to know him and he knows so much about this game so he's making my life easy. Uh, they uh, let's give the, the uh, Sixers credit as a team. They're fit. Doc's great, team's fabulous. Yeah. Joel's great, the whole thing. But they handed you the Ben Simmons situation. Friends have been texting me from the West Coast. So what's what's going on in Philly? Nothing to talk about, right, Kate? Uh, I've just said nothing to see here. Move along, friends. Nothing to see. <laughs> oh. uh, how interesting has that been to? I don't know. Navigate. How about that as a word? Yeah, well, and I think that's been the wonderful thing about this team. As you mentioned, Doc, the communications folks, everybody has been so wonderful and welcoming to me. Doc said, come to every practice you want. If you want to watch film with us, like, I just want to make this as easy as possible for you. And, you know, Steve, even at the high school level, coaches cut you out of practice and don't let you come. (laughs) So uh, to be gifted that access has meant so much to me. And... You know, I have been so impressed with the focus and the chemistry of these guys. And I'll tell you, I was at practice before Ben arrived. I was at practice since Ben arrived. Nothing has changed other than the fact that Ben wasn't here, and and now he was. The guys are so focused. They really seem to be having so much fun together. You know, Joel signed the extension. He just appears ready to take it to another level this year. All the young guys, as Doc said at the start of training camp, are, are some of the hardest working young guys that he has ever known. Um, and, and the veterans, and I don't think you can understate the importance of veterans and what they can mean to a team like this, but Danny Green and Andre Drummond and George Niang are 
are, are seamlessly fitting into this team. And there's moments that I'll probably bring up during the broadcast tonight, but it just stood out to me the other day at practice. Because, you know, they're, they're running drills that aren't really going to tell me that much about the team. Just it's sure. effort and hustle and stuff. But uh, I'm looking on the baseline, and George has his arm around the youngster Isaiah Joe, and he's pointing out defensive rotations, and Isaiah is smiling and nodding. And then I look further down the baseline, and Andre is standing next to Matisse Steibel and doing the same thing, pointing stuff out, and you see Matisse listening and smiling and nodding. And I'm thinking of myself who knows what's going to happen this year but they have all the things you need to be really good in the nba they've got the superstar in joel they've got great guys around him and tobias and danny and seth they've got the good youngsters who want to learn and then they've got the veterans who are only here for one reason and that's to win a championship they're they're done putting up numbers and stats they just are here to win and do whatever they can to pass on their wisdom and experience so uh, that is a really roundabout way of answering your question, which is just not not much has changed. They're focused. They they know the goal, and that's to get back to the postseason and hopefully make it further than they have in a long time. See, and that's where I've been like you. I've been very fortunate. I, whether it was it doesn't matter whether it was Joe Paterno, Bill O'Brien, James Franklin, or the seven different basketball coaches. Of, they've all, <laughs> they've all, I've had they've had fourteen coaches here. I've got now, now this will be the seventh one. Uh, they've all let me in. In other words, I've been able to go to practice, and the perspective yeah. you get changes everything because yeah. people don't really know how it works unless you're actually there. And even yeah. if it's a mundane drill, why they're, why they're doing it. And I think they're giving you every advantage to be successful. I do have to ask you, you learn from every experience. So what did you learn from your Tokyo experience? <laughs> Uh, I learned that if I can call uh, Japan Czech Republic at 4 in the morning off an 18-inch monitor in Stanford, Connecticut, I can damn well do anything, Steve. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was wild. But it was. I mean, uh, I learned... I, I think confidence and, and that I can really do this and I belong is the biggest thing I'm going to take away from that because I was working with Fran Frischilla, who you know, just yes, one of the Fran. best analysts. Awesome. One of the best analysts around. Awesome. Uh, Phil Policino, who's the Warriors television producer, was our producer. Uh, David Freed, who is Mike Breen's statistician, was my mm. statistician. So I'm working with these pros and legends. And we would call a game at 1240 and get done at 240. We'd roll over to the cafeteria and be eating, quote-unquote, breakfast at 3. And these are three guys who've been in the biz forever. And they just day in and day out said, Kate, you're doing great. You've got the chops, kid. You can do this. Um, so that, I think, is what I'm going to take away. And also, as you mentioned, so many experiences, right? Buzzer beaters. I mean, Luka Doncic started off the Olympics with a 48-point performance in his debut. Mm. Um, you know, Matisse Seibel in Australia winning bronze, their first ever major Olympic medal. Louis Scola and, and Pau Gasol retiring. So simple things that are important as a broadcaster that you know, Steve, learning how long to be quiet, learning how excited to get on a on a big bucket. Um, to have all of those experiences in a really condensed window of two weeks in the middle of the night <laughs> with a lot of guys that I'm hopefully going to be seeing over the next few years. Like, it was wild and crazy at the time, and I remember thinking, what the hell am I doing with my life, and am I going to make it through today? I'm so exhausted. Um, but I don't think now, in retrospect, I could have gone through more of a, a kind of an NBA boot camp to get me ready for this season. Kate Scott is a perfect example of you always pick the best person. The Sixers pick the best person. Kate, 
You'll be great. I already told you that when we were in Iowa City, but it was so great to have you on. I hope this isn't the last time we have you on either. I hope it's not either, and that's up to me. So, like I said, Steve, great to chat with you a few weeks ago. I'll try not to suck tonight, and hopefully we can talk again soon. <laughs> in fact, on Saturday, that will be my goal, Kate. If you happen to be there listening go, to the Penn State Steve. football game, I'll try not to suck either. <laughs> there you go. And go Nittany Lions. Thanks for having me, Steve. Thanks, Kate. Kate Scott, the TV voice of the Philadelphia 76ers, back with more in a moment. Frank Modani in the next half hour. Great to have you with us today as we continue here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, let's go to Brian in Northern Virginia because I know we're very late on time here, and I don't want to lose him here. Brian, how are you? I'm doing. I'm doing great, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Yes, sir. Well, I was just calling uh, because one, I just want to say I always love listening to you and Jack Ham. I'm a diehard Penn State fan, and I just had a couple questions. At some point, you might be able to address it. At some point, um, of course. Again, it's frustrating to see you know. Coach Franklin always being uh, lured or courted by like Southern Cal or LSU. I- I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts on one, if Penn State will make real serious efforts to try to retain him and maybe lock him into a longer-term contract because I think he's a great coach and a great fit for Penn State recruiting and the community. And I think he has a lot of the values that Penn Staters uh, really respect and admire in terms of making sure the student-athletes are students, they go to school, they're getting their degrees. That's number one, what we can do to retain him. Uh, two, is Penn State going to make a more substantial investment into our athletic facilities, the football facilities uh, in particular, but basketball and others? And then finally, one thing that kind of hit me when reading a lot of these articles, kind of stressing out about whether Coach Franklin may leave Penn State for another opportunity, is can you maybe touch on why do some of the national writers and reporters take the approach that Penn State a second-tier job or a stepping stone job? We're, we're you know, in my opinion, we're a blue blood program. We're a top ten all-time wins, bowl wins. Why is it other people nationally or even reporters that cover the Penn State beat perceive us to be second-tier or a stepping stone? So those are just some questions that have been gnawing me, gnawing me for a while. I don't know if you might be able to touch on them at some point, sir. I'm gonna. I'll, how about if I, we do the news and I'll touch on each one of them point by point after the news? Would that be fair? Awesome. That would be great, sir. Thank you, Brian, and more. Thank you so much for the kind words, and we'll get to it after the news. Okay. 
All right. Take care, sir. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.